Hey, uh, before you get into the episode, I just want to jump in here and give you a heads up. This episode was recorded two days ago. Um, so, an update. Uh, Sean King came back to the platform about four or five hours after he deleted his account. And he started pretending that he didn't delete his account. Started saying everybody made it up despite us knowing and seeing that he did, in fact, delete his account. Uh, pretty much everybody who said they were leaving Twitter came back. Obviously. That being said, uh, the servers were down, so I couldn't upload it. And then I got busy yesterday. Came home, passed out, couldn't do, uh, couldn't get the episode, forgot to get the episode up. So, that being said, there will be an episode coming out later on today. Talking about the uh, software updates we got from Twitter. As well as some information about that new Ministry of Truth coming up and what it might mean for shows like mine. That being said, uh, I'll let you guys get back to the episode. Peace. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Do I really need to give an intro to what this episode is? Fuck it. Alright, I'm not even going to really do any... I'm not going to even really do real news coverage of it. We are just going to read articles about the fucking meltdown. Holy shit, the nuclear shit-tastic meltdown from the left is insane, dude. Elon Musk yesterday, right at the markets closed, finalized the deals. Now there's some legal paperwork and uh, some, you know, business bureaucracy needs to go through before it's all done and done. But 
bear uh, all that shit aside, it is official. Elon Musk is now the official owner of Twitter, and we've been following this since the day it launched. Ooh, I updated the Fallout Boys. Nice. But we've been follow- following this whole story since it began. From the uh, initial re- revelation, the SEC filings that he bought 14 is like 14 percent of the shares to be known for the board membership to say fuck that business and I'm just gonna keep buying out the company to the 54.20 you know 420. Did you notice the 420? <laughs> did you notice the 420? Uh, did you notice all the 420s? Because you know that that was. Uh, that was a, a joke the media ran really fucking hard with for some reason. Was did you catch the hot joke and Elon Musk? I, I mean, I laughed the first six times, but you know. Anyway, it's official, and everyone on Twitter is melting down, dude. Some people are celebrating it. I'm already having a blast. I've been, you know, I I, I know uh, the the fucking uh, the devs are still in charge, but. I uh I sent my profile picture to Hunter Biden the crack posted a couple little pictures from the Hunter Biden laptop you know I'm just having fun living a little uh and interacting there's a hashtag going around saying um hashtag leaving twitter and I encourage anyone go follow that hashtag and start talking to people who posted it and be like, it doesn't take an hour. It doesn't take how many ever, however hours it's been since they posted that. I'm le- hashtag leaving Twitter. Ask them, hey, why is it taking nine hours to leave? Just fucking make sure they commit to it. That's why I think went wrong after 2016. We didn't make sure these fuckers moved to Canada. Now we want to make sure they move off the platform. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of. For legal reasons, I'm completely kidding. I do not condone the harassment, wink, wink, of any whiny liberal shill on Twitter, wink, wink. But that being said, the memes are just fucking fantastic. Oh, holy shit! By the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Inside F O R Walls. All one thing, of course. Inside Four Walls, Twitter. It's, uh, again, it's Hunter Biden. I have a little Russian flag next to my name because that's what the cool kids do when you're not with the current thing or you are with the current thing. You post uh, the flag of whatever side you support because it's team politics, biatch. It's team sports. Hope you're playing. But we're just going to read articles about the absolute meltdown going on at Twitter. And some news, of course, but... You know, the whole finalization thing with Elon, you'll pick up in bits and pieces because every article is going to start with a little introduction to that deal. So, you know, why bother reading a whole article about the deal going through when every article is going to mention it anyway? That being said, good morning from Inside Four Walls. Good glorious Tuesday fucking morning from Inside Four Walls. And let's begin. Twitter locks down product changes after green to Musk bid by Kurt Wagner and Ed Ludlow. Published April 25th, 2022. Bloomberg. Twitter incorporated lockdown changes to its social networking platform through Friday after accepting the $44 billion bid from billionaire Elon Musk, making it harder for employees to make unauthorized changes, according to people familiar with the matter. Yeah, so when it was finalized, a bunch of employees tried to go rogue and completely crash the platform. 
they fucking holy shit yeah uh twitter was filled with these so there was a meeting right afterwards where the soon-to-be former ceo pagrawl agual fucking ban hammer thor over there had a meeting talk about uncertainty and a bunch of employees went fucking ballistic and tried to hit the kill switch on the app and the network as a whole. Oh, man. Though, a side note, wouldn't it be the ultimate fucking troll if Elon Musk did all this and then just shut the fucking network down? That would be the greatest troll in all fucking time. Elon Musk just was like, great, I bought Twitter. Pulls the fucking plug, shuts down the servers, and the whole network goes down. That would be so fucking funny so goddamn funny side note i bought uh uh i don't know what's gonna happen you can call me on this too i bought a couple shares i bought a few shares of twitter at like 6 30 yesterday before the the market's locked down so I'm either going to keep this stock and see what the fuck happens with it, or I'm going to get bought out and make a little extra money on it suddenly. I mean, it'll only be like maybe 10, 10, 15 bucks extra, but you know what? Fuck it. I'll have a little thing I can print out saying Elon Musk bought Twitter from me. It's kind of a cool little thing to be, you know, a little badge of honor in the culture war. I got a bunch of that shit already, but you know, that's an extra little trophy piece to hang up there. But, sorry, let's get back to the article. For now, Twitter... Twitter... (laughs) Sorry. Twitter won't allow product updates unless they're business critical. Said the people. Said the people. Who asked not to be identified because the situation is private. The company accepted the 54.20 share bid from Elon Musk. It's a pop joke. From Elon Musk, after a whirlwind courtship that began with the Tesla incorporate magnate disclosing a 9% stake in Twitter earlier this month. I'm sorry, did I say 14%? No, you bought... Sorry, correct the record. In the beginning when I said 14% in the SEC filing was released, that was a misspeak on my part. I am really sorry about that. No, it was really about 9%. Uh, and then they tried to bring him onto the board, and they said you couldn't buy more than 15.99%, then he immediately rejected and bought 14%, and moved on from there. Sorry for being fake news. Now, 9% earlier this month, product changes will require approval from a vice president, the people said. Twitter imposed a temporary ban to keep employees who may be miffed about the deal from going rogue, according to one of the people. Cope and fucking seethe. Go to the store, buy a big cam, a big can of Copenhagen, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cope and seethe harder, bitches. Oh man. The move underscores Twitter's bumpy road ahead as its transition from a publicly held company to a private one owned by the controversial billionaire. Many of the company's employees have been agitated about the idea of Musk, 50 years old, is a prolific tweeter, and has shared many ideas for the platform, including everything from adding an edit button to turning Twitter's San Francisco headquarters into a homeless shelter. Twitter has previously instituted a freeze to its code ahead of key events such as the Super Bowl to ensure continuity on the platform. 
and prevent mistakes appearing. And that is the end of this article. And of course, we got more to come. go to Yahoo for our first story, alright? Yahoo Finances. Twitter locks down product changes after green to Musk bid by Kurt Wagner and Ed Ludlow. Published April 25th, 2022. Bloomberg. Twitter incorporated lockdown changes to its social networking platform through Friday after accepting the $44 billion bid from billionaire Elon Musk, making it harder for employees to make unauthorized changes, according to people familiar with the matter. Yeah, so when it was finalized, a bunch of employees tried to go rogue and completely crash the platform. They fucking... Holy shit. Yeah, uh, Twitter was filled with these, so there was a meeting right afterwards where the soon-to-be former CEO, Pagrawl, Agual, fucking ban hammer Thor over there, at a meeting talking about uncertain times, and a bunch of employees went fucking ballistic and tried to hit the kill switch on the app and the network as a whole. Oh, man. Though, a side note, wouldn't it be the ultimate fucking troll if Elon Musk did all this and then just shut the fucking network down? That would be the greatest troll in all fucking time. Elon Musk just was like, great. I bought Twitter, pulls the fucking plug, shuts down the servers, and the whole network goes down. That would be so fucking funny. So goddamn funny. Side note, I bought, uh, uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. You can call me on this, too. I bought a couple shares, bought a few shares of Twitter at like 6.30 yesterday before the, the market's locked down. So I'm either going to keep this stock and see what the fuck happens with it, or I'm going to get bought out and make a little extra money on it suddenly. I mean, it'll only be like maybe 10, 10, 15 bucks extra, but you know what? Fuck it, I'll have a little thing I can print out saying Elon Musk bought Twitter from me. It's kind of a cool little thing to be, you know, a little badge of honor in the culture war. I got a bunch of that shit already, but, you know, that's an extra little trophy piece to hang up there. But, sorry, let's get back to the article. For now, Twitter... Twitter... (laughs) Sorry. Twitter won't allow product updates unless they're business critical. Said the people. Said the people. Who ask not to be identified because the situation is private. The company accepted the 54.20 share bid. From Elon Musk, it's a pop joke. From Elon Musk, after a whirlwind courtship that began with the Tesla incorporate magnate disclosing a 9% stake in Twitter earlier this month. I'm sorry, did I say 14%? No, you bought. Sorry, correct the record. In the beginning, when I said 14% in the SEC filing was released, that was a misspeak on my part. I am really sorry about that. No, it was really about 9%. Uh, percent. And then they tried to bring him onto the board, and they said you couldn't buy more than 15.99%. Then he immediately rejected and bought 14% and moved on from there. Sorry for being fake news. Now, I'm 
percent earlier this month product changes will require approval from a vice president the people said twitter imposed a temporary ban to keep employees who may be miffed about the deal from going rogue according to one of the people <laughs> cope and fucking seethe Go to the store, buy a big cam, a big can of Copenhagen, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cope and see the harder bitches. Oh man. Woo hoo. Uh, the move underscores Twitter's bumpy road ahead as its transition from a publicly held company to a private one owned by the controversial billionaire. Many of the company's employees have been agitated about the idea of Musk taking charge of what taking charge and changes make. Musk, 50 years old, is a prolific tweeter and has shared many ideas for the platform, including everything from adding an edit button to turning Twitter's San Francisco headquarters into a homeless shelter. Twitter has previously instituted a freeze to its code ahead of key events such as the Super Bowl to ensure continuity on the platform and prevent mistakes appearing and that is the end of this article and of course we got more to come we now go to the new york times for our next article twitter employees search for answers as musk's takeover becomes reality workers say they have been left largely in the dark about what a sale to the billionaire will mean for them and their shares in the company we're not going to read this whole long-ass article, I don't think, but we'll give it a shot. By Kate Conger, in January 2020, thousands of Twitter employees gathered in Hut in Houston for a corporate summit called Hashtag One Team. During the event, Jack Dorsey's Twitter chief, Twitter's chief executive at the time revealed he had invited a surprise guest, then a wave of smiles as Elon Musk appeared on a giant screen above the stage. The crowd cheered, clapped, and pumped their fist. We love you, one employee shouted. Uh, a room full of Twitter employees clapping, cheering, overwhelmed with joy that they cheer and chant, I love you, to Elon Musk. Vibe check. Inside Twitter today... Surprise announcements about Mr. Musk land differently, I bet. Employees said they had largely stopped celebrating the richest man in the world since he declared his intent this month to buy Twitter. Scrap its content moderation policies and transform the publicly traded company into a private one. On Monday, Twitter announced it had accepted Mr. Musk's offer to buy the company for $44 billion in cash. All at once. In cold, hard cash. As a takeover fight played out over the last two weeks, Twitter employees said they were frustrated that they had heard little from management about what it meant for them, even as Twitter closed in on a deal with Musk. On Monday morning, they asked their chief executive, Parag Agrawal, they asked Mr. Musk himself in questions sent to him on Twitter. Some even went to Charles Schwab, the financial firm that manages their stock options 
for clarity about the impact a sale on the company would have on them. But they were not given many answers before Mr. Musk's bid succeeded, said 11 Twitter employees who asked not to be named, but they were not and they were not authorized to speak publicly even as it became clear that they could soon find themselves reporting to Mr. Musk. On Monday afternoon, Mr. Agrawal, Twitter's chairman, Brett Taylor, finally met with employees to discuss the deal. Yeah, something uh, about an unclear time from what I gathered. Compensation would remain largely the same under Mr. Musk, Mr. Agrawal said. But he did not make the same assurances about Twitter's policies and culture. Go fuck yourself. Quote, we constantly evolved our policies, Mr. O'Grawl said in response to an employee's questions about whether former President Donald J. Trump would be allowed back on the platform in takeover fights, Mr. Taylor told employees, as the board of directors confers with bankers, lawyers, and expensive public relations firms. Employees are often kept in the dark, but for employees at Twitter, a company that has billed itself as the world's town square, finding out what is happening to their company primarily through Twitter, the service they built, was particularly embittering. After years of leadership squabbles and demands for change from activist investors and boundary-testing tweets of Mr. Trump. What the fuck did he post that was so boundary-testing? He, he called a couple names of people, posted some political memes. He wasn't even particularly edgy. What are you talking about? Hell, I've been on Twitter less than a month, and I've posted way more boundary-pushing shit than he ever thought of posting. <laughs> Twitter's more than 7,000 employees are accustomed to turmoil, but some of them say the takeover by the mercutial billionaire has hit them in ways other company, cr other company crises have not. Employees said they worried that Mr. Musk would undo the years of work upend their stock compensation in a process of taking the company private. They've disrupted Twitter's culture with his unpredictable management style and abrupt proclamations. But Mr. Musk has also had fans in Twitter's rank and file, and some employees have welcomed his bid in an internal Slack message seen by the New York Times. That asked if employees were excited about Mr. Musk's. About 10 people responded with yes emojis. The Twitter spokesperson declined to comment. If Twitter is worth buying, much of its value is in the employees who built and managed the service, said David Larker, a professor of accounting and corporate governance at Stanford University. Quote, the wild card is, what if it becomes a very different company than they thought they were working for? It's an uncomfortable working relationship, he said. Thanks for your fucking info, Grandpa. Mr. Musk has made some intentions clear in regulatory filings, tweets, and public appearances. The company must scrap nearly all of its moderation policies, which ban content like violent threats, harassment, and spam. It must provide more transparency about the algorithm it uses to boost tweets in users news feeds and it must become a private company 
Twitter has been expanding its content moderation policy since 2008, when its 25th employee was hired specifically to combat abuse on the platform. Terms overseeing moderation and safety have now grown to hundreds of employees. Many Twitter employees feel personally invested in the company's efforts to encourage healthy conversation. What healthy conversation? You made it. You've been trying to make it a big fucking echo chamber of nothing besides yes men for years. Go fuck yourself. Even if they do not directly work on content moderation, they have pressed executives to crack down on the hate speech and misinformation. Six employees said they see Mr. Musk's proposal to revert to Twitter's early laxed approach as a rebuke of their hard work. You mean getting Twitter back to what it was meant to be? The free speech platform of the free speech party? But other employees have argued in internal messages seen by the Times that their co-workers have shifted too far to the left side of the political spectrum making employees who support Mr. Musk's plans too uncomfortable to speak up. In a worker-run survey, nearly 200 Twitter employees in a blind and anonymous workplace review app, 44% of them said they were neutral on Musk, 27% said they loved Musk, while 27% said they hated him. That is probably more accurate to the world as a whole, too, by the way. Not just Twitter. And I'm talking about, like, in politics in general. Although executives and employees at Twitter have agreed with Mr. Musk about changes to its algorithm, that work is in its earliest stages and could take years to complete. That could test something Mr. Musk is not particularly known for. Patience. One of the top concerns among Twitter workers is whether they will take a financial hit from Mr. Musk's acquisition. Many Twitter employees make 50% or more on their total compensation from Twitter stock. Some employees said they feared missing out on the long-term value of their stock, Mr. Musk's price of $54.20 per share. Did you catch the $4.20? Just making sure you caught the, uh, the pot joke. Yep, 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 yep. At the meeting with employees on Monday, executives tried to ensure employees that they wouldn't be shortchanged by Mr. Musk's acquisition. Mr. Agrawal told employees that their stock options would convert to cash when the deal with Mr. Musk closes, which he estimated would take between three and six months. Employees would receive their same benefit packages for a year after the deal was finalized, and there would be no immediate plans for layoffs, he added. Agrawal, your ass is about to get fired, you know that, right? In an earlier attempt to quell financial worries, Sean Eggert, Twitter's general counsel, told employees that any potential buyer would most likely be required to keep employees' equity as is or provide equivalent compensation like a cash award. Mr. Eggert, who made his comments before the deal with Mr. Musk was announced, stressed that employees should not view his guidance as insight into deal-making. Quote, this is meant to provide some peace of mind and explain how these things typically work. Not because we believe there will be an outcome versus another. He wrote in his message to employees reviewed by the Times. Twitter has been on a hiring spree. And soon on a fucking firing spree, I predict. Spending $630 million on stock-based compensation in 2021, a 33% increase from the previous year. Twitter predicted in a February earnings report 
that it would spend between $900 million and $925 million on stock-based compensation this year. But Mr. Musk's campaign has also began to undercut Twitter's attempt to recruit new employees, according to internal documents outlining the company's hiring efforts whew, that were reviewed by the Times. Prospective hires have expressed skepticism about Mr. Musk's plan to transform Twitter to upend its content moderation. Those documents said, well, I don't understand why they're trying to hire him so much. They've been, Twitter's been, I've talked about this multiple times, why I always thought Twitter would be the one that gets thrown under the bus first. Uh, should there ever be a, a serious we the people versus these tech oligarchs? Twitter would be the first one we threw under the fucking bus and everyone else allowed it to happen like Facebook on them because Twitter was always the most expandable. It was the least profitable and didn't have all the arms attached to it. Like, for example, Facebook isn't just Facebook. Facebook is now meta and that has Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Hangouts, WhatsApp, a bunch of shit. Not only that, Google has a big share of all these tech giants as well. Twitter was just Twitter, so it made it the most easy to attack. That's also why Elon Musk most likely targeted the way he did. Recruits have also fretted that the shares included in their offer letters could quickly become devalued if Mr. Musk took Twitter private. Twitter's recruiting problem could balloon further if current employees quit, as some have warned they would do if Mr. Musk took over. Other employees worried about layoffs or the loss of work visas under Mr. Musk and raised questions about these issues with Mr. Agrawal. We now go to the New York Post for our next article. Twitter HQ Meltdown Internet Pokes Fun at Employees Over Musk Takeover by Ariel Zilber. Twitter employees who were reportedly apolic about the prospect of Elon Musk taking over the company got targeted with scattering memes as users poked fun at the plight. Memes depicting panic, dread, doom, and gloom were posted online as Twitter HQ was trending all morning following the SEC filing indicating Musk's $41 billion all-cash offering of the company. The famous This Is Fine meme featuring a comic book dog sipping coffee while the room is engulfed in flames went viral. The room, in this case being Twitter's headquarters, although Twitter users posted a gif showing Elania Glazer from the Comedy Central show Broad City screaming indicating that this was the sentiment among Twitter employees. Other posted gifs of Vince McMahon confidently strutting into the wrestling arena like likening him to Musk entering into the headquarters after he presumably bought the company. Ah, so many good memes here. Oh, the cynical, the critical drinker. I like his YouTube channel. Another Twitter user said that the employees there were upset as Obama administration officials after Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016 elections were... One Twitter, yeah, this really is very similar. I, like, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be in the takeout, but I used in this one because I, I took the beginning take a couple times because I was just so sleepy. Uh, I haven't seen a meltdown from the left like this since Trump won the elections in 2016. It is glorious. I am just sipping up the fucking tears here by the cupful. I have a whole can of it right here. This is my liquid death liberal tears edition. 
<sighs> Refreshingly salty, part of a complete breakfast. One Twitter user posted a video of a scene from Netflix drama Peaky Blinders in which actor uh, Cecilian Murphy walks out of his home that was destroyed by a blast. Elon Musk, quote, Elon Musk walking out of Twitter HQ this morning, read the caption. Just a bunch of really good memes. I'm going to leave this article at the top of the list so you can go uh, read this. Another Twitter user posted a GIF of well-known scene from the NBC comedy The Office in which Michael Scott panics as other employees flee during a fire. Earlier this week, it was reported that Musk's looming battle with Twitter's board was a source of major anxiety for company employees, many of whom are said to be worried that the billionaire's campaign to force changes is just the beginning. Oh yeah, it is. Musk's surprise rejection of the Twitter board seat last weekend emerged ahead of schedule. Quote, the day of rest for company employees, according to record. Ooh, pardon me. Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal broke the news on his account the previous night, describing Musk's decision as, quote, for the best, even as he warned workers that they would face, quote, distractions ahead, Bloomberg reported late Monday. The uncertainty left Twitter workers feeling super stressed about the future, with employees reportedly working together to help each other get through this hard time. <laughs> Here, have a big puff of copium, bitch. This report cited interviews with Twitter employees who asked not to be identified while discussing the company's inner working. Several employees told the outlet that Twitter's internal investment environment was a shit show after Musk's deal with the board fell through. Uh, the rest of this is all just tweets, so we're just going to move on to the next article. But man, look through here. They really put together some fine chef-kissed memes on this one. We now go to the post-millennial for our next article. Twitter employees go absolutely insane after Musk buys company. Quote, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I really don't want to work for a company. <laughs> That is owned by Elon Musk. That's a quote, by the way. On Monday, in response to Twitter's buyout by Elon Musk, some of the company's staff are having difficulties coping with the situation. When announcing the takeover, Musk vowed that free speech was a crucial part of his mission in the first place. A Twitter employee source reached out to the New York Times reported Helman Smith to express how unsure they are of the future of the company and their role in it. Uh, Talman Joseph Smith. Oh, I saw some of this guy's tweets being shared out. The employee, uh, let's see, this is just picks up at part two. The source at Twitter continued, quote, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Oh my God, my phone's been blowing up. We have a meeting about it at 5 p.m. The CEO is going to address everyone about it. It equals Elon. Quote, I hate him. Why does he even want this, they asked. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, I'm just fucking jonesing over here. Woo, suffer. 
The employee continued, quote, I feel like, I feel like he's this, this petulant little boy, and that he's doing this to troll. He doesn't know anything about our policies. Yeah, he knows their shit, you little bitch. This is a troll. He doesn't know anything about our policies. You already said that. And what we do, his statement about our algo was fucking insane. Our algo? You mean algorithm, you fucking twat munch? Jesus Christ. You walking cum stain. Quote, We're just gonna let everyone run, Amco? Amac? Amok? A-M-O-K? What the fuck? Nobody knows. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. We're just gonna let everybody run A-M-O-K? Amok? Nobody knows, unquote. Yeah, nobody knows what the fuck that is. (laughs) The person added that they worked for the platform's, quote, Toxicity and Health Department. Oh my god. So they don't know what their future job prospects are. Learn to code, maybe. The reporter deleted that particular tweet, but Jack Posebic saved a copy. Nice, Poso. The source complained about the lack of notice ahead of time before Twitter CEO and the company's board announced Elon's takeover. It was at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that Twitter held a company-wide meeting. Here's a tweet from Kurt Wagner. Here's a note. Twitter CEO Parag just sent employees company all-hands schedule for a 2 p.m. PT to discuss Elon Musk buying the company. I have to open up here so I can read this little piece of this little document here because it's not all readable. Give Twitter a second to load. By the way, follow me on Twitter. It's uh, inside four walls or at inside four walls inside f o r walls. Thank you. So let's read this internal discussion. Team, the board has announced it's entered into an agreement for Twitter to be acquired by a private entity fully owned and controlled by Elon Musk. (laughs) I know this is a significant change, and you're likely processing what this means for you and Twitter's future. I will be gathering the company together at 2 p.m. Pacific to speak with you directly and answer your questions. I have also invited our chairman of the board, Brett Taylor, to join us. See you there. Always, hashtag one team, Parag. Tweet right here, first comment from FSD. I don't think he fully understands his employees. They will be there with torches. Uh, They'll be there with tissues and filled diapers. The note that Parag Agrol sent to the staff... I already read it. Previously, Agrawl said Musk's buyout offer wouldn't hold the company hostage. Yeah, it will free it, actually. You're the asshole holding it hostage. There were some poison pill resistance from Twitter's board against Musk initially before they ultimately agreed to his buyout proposal on Monday. Quote, Has anyone tried sliding into tech reports, DMs, asking them, to leak information to us about what's happening at Twitter. Actually, I tried to. I never got a response. I don't know why. Has anyone tried to reach... I already read that part. 
Quote, I have never been this stressed in my entire life. Hashtag Twitter takeover. I have never been this stressed in my entire life. Hashtag Twitter takeover. That is actually two separate tweets. Quote, I don't know what Twitter the platform or Twitter the workplace is going to look like going forward. But right now it feels like maybe some things are going too good. Are going just too good. Too magical to last. Only time will tell. And uh, Christina Lum. Working at Twitter has been a dream. Oh god. Well I'll look forward to you resigning apparently. I have the most creative, compassionate, kind, and technically badass colleagues who are committed to Twitter's mission to serve the public's conversation. However, thorny defining how best to do that might be. I don't know what Twitter the platform or Twitter the workplace are going to look like going forward, but right now it feels like, okay, maybe she won't. Okay, sounds like she's a good one. My bad. Quote, one of my favorite, favorite projects was to help Twitter go public, so I guess it's only proper to be here as we go private. Uh, from Monty Matillo. <laughs> Another tweet here from Michael Jabbar. A lot of free speech going on in our Slack right now. Uh, from Ned Miles. Can someone just tell me if I'm rich or I'm fired, please? This isn't the first time Twitter staffers had strong reactions to Elon Musk over the past month. An engineering manager for the platform said it, quote, radicalized him, end quote, that Musk would have potentially had a seat on the board at one point. Many employees embrace and welcomed a day of rest amid the high-level changes. In the fallout from today's news, Bloomberg reports that Twitter management has locked down further, quote, product updates unless they're business crucial. From Nick Turner, Twitter has locked down product changes to the site, keeping employees who may be miffed about Elon Musk deal going rogue. We already read that article. It'll be in the description below. From Megan Daly. Now is not the time for verification request. Maybe it is. From uh, Garrett Cockane. Remember how you feel right now the next time they tell you you're more important than their profit. The takeover by Tesla's Elon Musk began after the Babylon Bee suspension in March. It inspired interest by the billionaire to take a serious look at the platform and its importance of free speech. It led Elon Musk to buy a majority amount of the company's shares after Musk realized that he couldn't enact the changes to the platform he desired. From the opposition on the company board, he then announced his decision to outright buy Twitter. And that brings us to the end of this article. Again, from the post-millennial. Let me get back up to the top here. Twitter employees go absolutely insane after Elon Musk buys the company. Article by Nick Monroe from Cleveland, Ohio. Before we get into the next article from the Post Millennial, we gotta watch this video right here together, alright? Well, I'll watch you listen.
just a quick one on the, the breaking news, Twitter agreeing to let Elon Musk uh, purchase, make this book that is purchased. Uh, do you have a response to that? And does the White House have any concern that this new agreement might have President Trump back on the platform? Well, I'm not going to comment on a specific transaction. Uh, what I can tell you is a general matter, no matter who owns or runs uh, Twitter, uh, the president has long been concerned about the power of large social media platforms, uh, what they have, the power they have over our everyday lives, has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. Uh, he's been a strong supporter of fundamental reforms to achieve that goal, including reforms to Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, requiring more transparency and more. And he's encouraged uh, that uh, there's bipartisan interest in Congress. Uh, in terms of what hypothetical policies uh, might uh, happen, I'm just not going to speak to that at this point in time. Now, we get into a whole article based around that. Watch, White House expresses concerns over social media power after Elon Musk buys Twitter. See, now the bigger deal with Elon Musk buying Twitter is it's really a big cultural culture war win. Uh, Elon Musk is not this hardcore, red-pilled conservative. I don't know where the idea from the idea that came from he's literally the guy that did the electric car thing to save the environment he's big on the mainstream nar- narrative of climate change he's a card care member of the, of the aclu and he also left a position of being donald trump's advisor on uh, environmental policy because trump pulled out the paris climate accords he is not conservative or right-leaning he's actually quite left-leaning and so far, there's a, a lot of stuff to condemn him on. For example, my biggest gripe with him is he goes on Chinese social media and gaslights Chinese citizens, the average normie Chinese oppressed citizen, about how great China really is, when in reality, he knows and we all know what a shit show China actually is. He'll shit talk the Chinese government on every other network and platform imaginable, but not on the platforms where the Chinese citizens will see that. All the Chinese, average Chinese citizens know is, oh, Elon Musk loves our government. Great. And he does it to keep business trains up there running smoothly, which is concerning because, you know, it's a Nazi-esque country that's xenophobic with camps where they put Uyghurs and black people and anyone who doesn't agree with the Chinese Communist Party. That's my issues with Elon Musk. But he seems to care about free speech here. So it's a one and a half dozen the other way kind of thing. I will never forget that he does in does business dealings in China. I've condemned him on that multiple times, and I will forever condemn him on that. This is just a major win because mainstream media and these other elites will use Twitter as a way to progress narratives. That's been the most popular use of Twitter as a political tool for the left. Is in in 2016, right? Lead up to 2016. The Republican side of the uh, of the political aisle ran Twitter. We ran Twitter. We ran Reddit too. The Donald, the the Reddit page, huge, most popular Reddit in the history of Reddit. And on Twitter, it was not known as a Democrat stronghold. Now it got more Democrat after Tumblr removed porn, and then all those people flocked over there. And the people who post porn online tend to be more left-leaning in general, especially from Tumblr when they went to Twitter, so they brought that dumb shit with them. 
Ooh, I feel bad for Razorfist, who's used his Tumblr as a social media platform. He's going to be inundated with all these retards with Kool-Aid dye hair poisoning in the brain running back to Tumblr now. Oof. Yeah, I'll get on Tumblr and start antagonizing people there, too. Follow me on Tumblr if I make one. <laughs> but, if you spoke out against narratives, right, uh, they would censor you or kick you off the platform. If you questioned the 2020 election, you got kicked off the platform. If you questioned the war in Yemen, you got kicked off the platform. If you talked about COVID, you got kicked off the platform. If it was against if anything COVID that went against the narrative, right, got you kicked off Twitter. If you went against the, if you went against the message, you also got kicked off of Twitter. And you know what the message is: the LGBTQ propaganda bullshit. You got deleted off the platform. Now, people are being brought onto the platform. And now, Twitter is going to be filled with free speech arguments. People on the left and right are going to clash heads. You're going to see Twitter become the epicenter of new culture war battles. And that may be the single biggest win, is we own the battlefield. Only in the sense that it will be more free speech. I bet now, I already posted about the Hunter Biden laptop and images. Now the devs are running the platform, but there's already hesitation to start banning people. Now that's not to say there won't be like a wave of bannings and my ass gets crucified on the way out the door, but still, rant over. Let's get into this article right here. The White House responded on Monday to Twitter's acceptance of Elon Musk's bid to purchase the platform for $44 billion, and the potential likelihood that former President Donald Trump will be reinstated on the social media giant. Press Secretary Jen Psaki, the Psaki, was asked about the purchase and if, quote, the White House has any concerns that the agreement might have President Trump back on the platform. The only thing that will concern them is the re-election risk. And actually, I think Trump being back on social media, like Twitter, would be bad for Trump. I think with him being off there, it gives people a chance to miss him and kind of like, you know, they endear themselves to him, forget like the, the features they didn't like about the guy, and accept and think about like all the good times with him. But now with Trump being able to run his mouth public again, they're going to be reminded of all the reasons why they didn't like him to begin with. So that could possibly hurt Trump. But he's being retarded and saying, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to bust to true social, even though he already said he wouldn't be using true social in the past. Retarded. But, you know, uh, I might buy some more Dweck. I don't know. It, if it launches on Android and people warm up to it, I'll be embarrassed if I sold all my shit and I shouldn't have to begin with. But right now, it, it, it's down to fucking $30 a share, so I'm happy I sold my stock when I did because I still wouldn't get my money back either way. But let's get back on to it. I, I don't understand why the fuck it would matter to the government if Trump got back onto social media other than they'd be scared of what he said. But if he's this big fucking loony, why do you care what he says? You know, it's one of those kind of situations. In recent, in response, Basaki said, quote, Well, I'm not going to comment on a specific transaction. What I can tell you, as a general matter, no matter who owns or runs Twitter, the president has long been concerned about the power of large social media platforms, the power they have over our everyday lives, has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. What harms does social media cause? It's, uh, I, I know there's studies out there that show things like, you know, Instagram drives uh, depression in women, but 
if you use these social media platforms and you harm yourself on them, then you are too weak to, to use them in, in the first place. And you're not strong enough to recognize your weaknesses on them and you're letting yourself be destroyed by using them. It's all voluntary. This is no different than, than this is like saying, oh, you know, heroin ruins lives. No, people choose to do heroin. The choice to do heroin ruins people's lives. The choice to never get clean ruins lives. The choice to try and get addicted in the first place ruins lives. It's just an inanimate object. It's just a tool. It's just a, a thing for us to use how we use it. it. It's how we use it that hurts people. It's a gun. Same thing as a gun. Firearms don't kill people. People kill people with them. Twitter is just a tool for communication. What you use it for is what you use it for. Twitter should not be responsible for that kind of shit. And with this, I don't know if she's saying... Uh, Twitter should be held responsible for the Gen 6 insurrection that Trump's accused of organizing, and they should be held responsible for that if they bring him back. Or, if they're saying, you know, we the Biden administration thinks Twitter has overreached its power, and, you know, are concerned, and they're concerned about large social, large social media platforms and the power they have over everyday lives, reading that as they censor too many people. You could really take the statement either way. In some ways, Jen Psaki's actually kind of effective at her job, weirdly enough. <laughs> He's been a strong supporter of the fundamental reforms to achieve that goal, including reforms to Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, requiring more transparency, and more... And he's encouraging that there is bipartisan interest in Congress. In terms of what hypothetical policies might happen, I'm just going to speak to that at this point in time. She was later asked if there was any concerns about a billionaire taking control of Twitter, a company where there's already a lot of centralization of power. Well, he wants to decentralize it and publish the code so we can look at it. You know, that will address the uh, concerns of shadow banning, which people have speculated is a thing on Twitter for fucking eight, nine years now. Reporter, and this is a tweet from Post Malone here. Reporter, are you concerned about billionaires taking control of Twitter? Asaki, quote, we've long talked about, uh, we've long talked about and the president, what? We've long talked about, and the president has long talked about, his concerns about the power of social media platforms, including Twitter, and others to spread misinformation. Let's watch this clip. So, are you concerned about, you know, a billionaire taking control of a company where there's already uh, a lot of concentration of power? I would say that our our concerns are not new. Uh, we've long talked about, and the president has long talked about his concerns about the power of social media platforms, including Twitter and others, to uh, spread uh, misinformation, disinformation. Um, the need uh, for these platforms to be held accountable. Um, well, I know you tried again. I appreciate that. I, I still don't have a specific comment on this specific transaction. Um, and at this point, we don't have any sense of what the policies will look like. All right. And uh, yeah, I don't know how you get this much of an article out of these interactions, but let's try it, right? Quote, I would say that our concerns are not new. Pasaki said, quote, we've long talked about the pro- about the president, and the president has long talked about the way she fucking said that, about his concerns about the power of social media platforms, including Twitter and others, to spread misinformation and disinformation, quote, the need for these platforms to be held accountable. I still don't have a specific comment on the specific transaction. 
and at this point we don't have any sense of what the policies will look like, Saki said. This comes after tech billionaire Elon Musk bought Twitter on Monday for $44 billion, with plans to take over the public, take the public company private. The concerns that spurred him to buy Twitter were primarily as regard, regards of free speech. After satire said the Babylon Bee was banned from Twitter for saying that <sighs> Rochelle Levine... Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services is a man. Yeah, by the way, I'm just saying it right now. The Secretary for the Department of fucking Health and Human Services of Health should not be a fucking mentally deranged tranny. I'm sorry, is that an unpopular opinion? But if you're not mentally healthy enough to identify as what you fucking biologically are, then I don't want you running a department with the word health in it by any fucking means. It may be the unpopular fucking opinion, but uh, I'm sorry, you can consider my ass a turf in almost all regards. It's a mental illness problem in this country, and it may be an unpopular opinion, but fuck you. I will challenge you if you think I'm wrong on this front, and we'll see who wins. Levine was born a male and lived a male, fathering a child or fathering children, etc., before undergoing gender transition, becoming a diversity hire within the Biden administration. Yeah, there was no transition. Still got a cock and balls. Still is a fucking guy. And you know what? Even if you do get your dick lopped off and, you know, yeah, yeah, you get your uh, your dick turned inside out like the world's most hellish pocket pussy. Let me tell you right now, when you get buried, an archaeologist dig up your fucking skeleton, they're gonna say, "Huh, this is a male." We can tell by the male skeleton that it's a male. Sorry, I'm a proponent of mental health awareness. You could say Musk is a free speech absolutist. That will be fucking challenged, by the way. Let's see. Current objective, boys, get banned on Elon Musk's Twitter. Now wait till it's actually Elon Musk's company and then do what you can to get banned you know don't post cp or any of that disgusting horrific shit just post things and say things that that may uh, challenge certain crass social norms ah regardless of ownership would the white house be interested in working with twitter like it has in the past and to continue to combat covid misinformation COVID is over. Fuck you. Or are we in part of a pandemic where that kind of partnership is no longer necessary? Basaki was asked. In response, she said, quote, I think we engage regularly with these social media platforms about steps that they can be taken that has continued, and I'm sure it will continue, but there are also reforms that we think Congress should take, and we would support taking, including reforming Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms requiring more transparency, and the president is encouraged by the bipartisan support for, whew, or engagement in those efforts, end quote. The Biden administration, it seems, does not have a free, a free speech absolutist view. And that is the end of this article, also from the Post Millennial. Article titled, White House Expresses Concerns Over Social Media Power After Elon Musk Buys Twitter. By Libby Emmons. Moving on. We now go to the South African to read about what the South African has been up to. Searches for a delete Twitter soar by 
910% Elon Musk buys social media platform. Online searches for deleting Twitter in the USA explode by, by 910% after confirmation that Elon Musk had bought the social media platform by Gary Lamley. Now, I want to uh, just point something out here. Most of the people talking about leaving Twitter and posting about it right now are only doing it for clout and will not actually leave. And my God, please, everyone, take as many of these tweets as you can and save them. Make a list on Twitter and save them in the list so you can retweet these at the people regularly. For any argument they make that you don't like, retweet at them that they said they were going to leave the platform and they did. Because if you want to be part of the current political conversation and the culture war topics at hand and war about it, Twitter is that battleground. Even more now so than ever. So these people aren't fucking leaving. Maybe a tenth of them at most. Maybe a quarter of them at most will fucking leave. And the rest of them will probably be bullied off the platform eventually by losing debates. But we'll see. We'll see. But let's read a little bit of this. This is a pretty short article in all fairness. This article, again, is by Gary Lamley. Analysis of Google search data has revealed that online searches for deleting Twitter in the United States has exploded by a staggering 910% on Monday after confirmation Elon Musk had struck a deal to buy Twitter. The sentiment was not limited to the U.S., only as analysts of worldwide searches suggested that users disappointed with the takeover was consistent around the world. The global search trends, including all countries, saw the, an increase of 698% in searches for delete Twitter. As reported by the South African websites, it's a magazine by the way, late on Monday, South Africa-born Musk, the world's richest man, paid a staggering $44 billion cash for the social media platform. That equates to around $690 billion at Monday's exchange rate of $1.15.69. I, I, I don't know, that's probably referring to some sort of South African currency. This publication is actually from South Africa, so I may not assume what that means conversion rate was. But that's not necessarily what I'm here for. Sorry. Quote, It's interesting to see how Twitter users are disappointed when the world's richest man buys one of the most popular social media platforms in the world for $44 billion. Quote, Twitter users could be frightened by allowing their privacy and personal information to get into the hands of a single person that will own their data, as Twitter is effectively a political and social weapon in today's world of propaganda. Amen to that. That can greatly influence elections and public opinion. Having all that power in the hands of a single individual is a scary thought, and many people will react and have reacted negatively to the news of the agreement, a spokesperson for the website said. And that brings us to the end of this article by Gary Lamley in the South African publication. Moving on. I'll be real with you. Uh, my first episode when Elon Musk first revealed that he, when it first came out that Elon Musk was now a major shareholder in the company, I, uh, you know, I was like, I don't know what he thinks he'll do. I don't think he'll be able to make these big sweeping changes that, that he wants to do. And my tune kind of shifted a little bit when I was like, you know, he might make it like an edit button. He might bring back a couple people, but he won't get people to Trump back on, on to the platform. He'll have that kind of sway. And then he turned on the board position. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll uh, do something, but we you know we don't know what. 
maybe he'll buy the platform and then that became the plan he, he clearly was like well fine i'll just buy it out and that's when my tune started to shift a little bit you know it became maybe elon's fucking serious about this after all holy shit and yeah slowly but surely elon musk bought out the company it took him like a month or so and he seemed to have a backup plan for fucking everything like he had planned this shit out for a fucking while and if not it's amazing how adaptive he is to ever-changing environments and conditions and challenges like i don't think he was expecting to be offered the board position at all and he just got that shit and he was like oh okay oh wait you want to do what not fuck that and he left i also i i think it's a good thing that people are, are quitting you know people are are, are leaving the platform because they're panicking or because they're salty and and wham 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 about it like i'm waiting for uh dad to fi- brooklyn dad to find out what the fuck his name is to be out of the game as well and again these people who everyone was looking forward to getting on and just destroying in arguments and debates they're taking themselves the fuck out of the game right now how awesome is that they are actively removing themselves from the fucking twitterverse it's beautiful and more and more people are making accounts on, like, I want to see, I'm looking forward to reading an article later on when it's all calculated, how many people rejoined Twitter, like I did, when they found out that Elon Musk was taking over. Or, like, when Elon Musk first said he was going to become a shareholder, I was like, oh, you know what, I'll, I'll get on Twitter, follow it from the inside out. Self-reference intended. Now, I, uh, I don't know what to expect from Twitter in this in the future i i don't believe it will be an absolute free speech wild wild west but culture war events will incur you could easily now i don't think it should be like a 4chan thing god forbid 4chan it becomes like 4chan where every post is just i don't know bbc and blacked threads or shit threads seriously if you haven't seen the state of 4chan lately be a gif workplace a work safe gif or uh, culture and the humanities, any of these boards, oh my god, it's just fucking, it's so garbage now, it is so garbage now, it's all psyop and shit-faced now, Twitter's, or 4chan's garbage, and I don't see anything like 4chan becoming of Twitter, I think Twitter is going to become the place where memes are created, I think Twitter is going to become the new uh, forefront of the internet. And with the code going public, we'll be able to know what's happening now with Twitter. And I think Twitter's going to grow. I think Twitter's going to become exponentially more and more popular. I'm very excited to see what happens with my stock. Maybe I get bought out. Maybe I get to hold on to what I got. I have a feeling I'm just going to be bought out. But, you know, it is what it is. It's delisted now. Last time I checked, it's still in my portfolio. So we'll see where that goes. I think Elon Musk is going to usher in a new uh, platform. And... When the inevitable happens, where Elon Musk, where Twitter does ban or strikes away uh, after Elon Musk owns it, you will see that the media come out and start smearing him. Oh, Elon Musk's free speech haven is is censoring people. It's no different than it was in the past, blah, 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 blah. When that simply will not be true. It will be vastly different than it was in the past. But, you know... It, it's gonna happen. Someone's gonna get banned or shut down or silenced on uh, Elon Musk's Twitter. What it is, I don't know. I, I think it's important to have a, you know, have a path back, or you know, remove the 
the uh, what's it called an IP or, or remove all IP bans. I think that would be very crucial to the uh, development of the app and you know the you know the evolution of Twitter is have a, a, a pathway back program for you know repeat offenders because there's going to be there will never be any such thing as a complete free speech platform because free speech platforms would include things that I'm uncomfortable with. Like, people would be posting uh, CP. People would be posting uh, graphic imagery of murder and death on, on, on a platform and, and calling for it. Things that would make me nervous and uncomfortable or outright disgusted would be covered by free speech. That's why I say I'm not like a thousand percent an absolute free speech person online. I am pro-censorship in very limited, extremely limited circumstances. And that's when it comes to, you know, anything that can harm people in the real life, such as, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for censoring and punishing doxing, especially with what's come out recently with the whole, you know, libs of TikTok account and them getting doxed. Lauren, whatever the fuck her name is, I can't think of it right now, I think it's like Lauren Sterling's her name, the journalist who doxed lives of TikTok, I, I, I think doxing is something that deserves censorship, uh, CP of course, anything that harms people in the real world or minors needs to be punished, curbed, and removed from the internet with extreme prejudice, so I can't sit here and pretend to be an absolute free speech absolutist online. Now, in person, I, I think you should be able to talk about and say whatever the fuck you want, as long as you're not doing anything that hurts or harms people. That's my general rule in life. Don't hurt people and don't take their things. I do not tread because I don't want to be tread upon myself. I look forward to the future of Twitter. I feel like I'll be using the platform a lot more. It's kind of funny to think I should have been buying Twitter stock this whole time and not whack. If I was buying Twitter five, six months ago when it was like $20 a share, I'd be making bank right now. But, you know, that's about it. We'll have stories and more events come out with this Twitter acquisition and, and Elon Musk's power grows over Twitter. I'll be doing more and more updates on it. But, you know, I, uh, I say make a Twitter account. Or if you haven't used it in a while, get back on. If your Twitter account's been banned for a while, you might as well check it back out. See, this is a way to get it back. This will be a process that will continue unfolding over the next six months or so. So everybody's celebrating, but the battle's not quite won yet. We still don't know what will happen over the course of these six months. But it will be nonstop entertainment. And I'm here for it. That being said, I'm James Madison. This is Inside Four Walls. And thank you for watching the show. I'll catch you guys later. Peace. America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.